This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is Wait, You've Never Seen, a podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Let me turn on my universal translator. I should use English. Today we are discussing... Wait, you've never seen Mars Attacks? Exclamation points? You didn't hear the exclamation point in my voice? (laughs) I just wanted to make it explicit. I see. (laughs) So up front we have a couple of trigger warnings. Um, one of the earliest scenes in the movie, there's a herd of cattle that just run by and they're all on fire. So that was a little disturbing. <laughs> Which is not a way they the Martians kill later. Like, yeah. I don't know. They don't really explain why that happened. Um, the establishing shot of the New York City skyline includes the World Trade Center, which, of course, this was filmed before 2001. Um, so if that is a little unsettling to you. I know it still can be upsetting to some people. Just prepare yourself for that. It feels weird. It feels weird to see him. And then one of the scenes with Jack Black, the military guy, they use the R word, which is not very nice. Well, they're not nice people. That's true. I'm not making excuses. I'm just explaining. Yes. So what three things were you expecting from this movie? Um, I was expecting that Martians would be attacking Earthlings. Okay, let's move on. I'm just kidding. Um, I expect that it would be set in the future, complete with futuristic fashion, like pointy <laughs> boobs slash bras. This is all based on the poster, by the okay, way. Okay, right, right. I do not expect a cameo by Marvin the Martian. Oh. That's all. That's my like three that. things. So did you expect to like it? Um, when I looked at the poster, there were a lot of big names, like, because you know they put the names on the poster, and I'm right. like, Jack Nicholson, Glenn Close, like, you know, big Hollywood names. So I'm, I was thinking three and a half stars. Okay. So, what is your one sentence TV guide summary? You're smiling. <laughs> when the red planet can no longer support life. Martians decide to invade Earth and use both natural and human resources to survive. Wow. That's way more thoughtful. I had no idea what to expect. Way more thoughtful. (laughs) I mean, Mars attacks. That's Mars is going to attack something. That's that's so you weren't so like kitschiness. Well, kitschiness is wrong, but like. It's definitely, like, with a wink and a nod, like... If I had known Tim Burton was directing it before oh, I didn't. did this, before yeah. I wrote this stuff down, it might have been a little different. Right. But I didn't realize Tim Burton was involved until we were actually watching the movie and it said, directed by Tim Burton. <laughs> right. So IMDb says about this 1996 movie, which is PG-13. By the way... I forgot the violence was such as it was <laughs> in this movie. It was, re- it was, it was kind people of intense. Getting, people were getting toasted to skeletons. <laughs> Absolutely eviscerated. Vaporized. Well, well, the bones are left. It's Martian technology we don't understand. You could say fourth degree burns because that's all the way down to the bone, right? Oh, I don't know. Fourth yeah. degree burns. Uh, uh, so 106 minutes. 
comedy sci-fi, mm-hmm. I guess this is. When you call it comedy sci-fi, I don't know. Maybe it should be funnier. Yeah. <laughs> it's not all that. Like, I, mean, I, I liked I, it. Comedy sci-fi, I'm thinking Galaxy Quest. I'm thinking Spaceballs, although yeah. it's more fantasy. Well, it's parody. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not really complaining. I, I like this movie. And it was kind of a love letter to, um, like, crappy 1950s. I, yeah, I wrote something about that. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not I'm not even getting to the point of me talking. So, uh, the IMDb summary of this movie is, Earth is invaded by Martians with unbeatable weapons and a cruel sense of humor. They had no sense of humor. Do not run away. We are your friends. As they're killing everyone, that's kind of that's I, kind of a sense of humor. I thought they were either there was either some malfunctioning with the communicator because they had said if you do something wrong, then we won't be able to communicate effectively, or they that Mars was like opposite world. And they were really like, we are your friends means we're going to flip and kill you right here. It's like bizarro, bizarro yeah. world. Yeah. Um, I mean, they invented a technology that would s- suck up all the energy from a nuclear weapon and the alien could <laughs> breathe it in like helium and change his voice. Yeah, that was that- pretty funny. <laughs> so um martians definitely were attacking and killing earthlings as i suspected yes. um it seemed like it was set in present day not really futuristic yes and um there was no cameo by marvin the martian so yay there was plenty of people but well, um, i think i might be getting ahead of myself so um it wasn't what i expected but i still enjoyed it um, the only complaint I had was like the Martians killing the Earthlings. There was maybe a little bit too much of that. Um, like if you ha- not that these are battle scenes, but as sort of a comparison, if you have like a thirty-minute battle scene that can be completed in twenty minutes, and the ten minutes, the extra ten minutes, just seems to drag on. That's right. kind of the like okay, you're. You're killing Earthlings. Got it. Some of them are red. Some of them are green. Don't really know why. <laughs> um, but I understand you're decimating the human population. Right. I got. At this point, I don't need to see any more of that. Let's move on with the story. You, you need to have a point. Like, in Saving Private Ryan, the first 20 minutes, okay, I understand they could have compressed some of that a bit. But no, I think a point was trying to be made and... They're trying to get us in the, in the, the chaos and the horribleness of war, but that's a drama, right? <laughs> Not a comedy, a sci-fi comedy, in fact. So I kept it at four stars. You bumped it up to four. Yes, I really did like it. Um, once I, I kind of, after I realized Tim Burton was directing it, also Danny Elfman did the music, which we had talked about when we did Beetlejuice, is that they've had kind of a, a partnership for a business partnership, not a romantic partnership. Well, we don't know about I that. I mean, it could be. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so I figured it might be a little more kitschy after that point. So um, we don't actually ever find out why the Martians have come to Earth. There's no 
we need resources. Oh, that's a good point. Or so that kind of reminded me. Have you seen the original War of the Worlds? It, yeah, it was. It was a bit like War of the Worlds. We yeah. never understand why the aliens have come to our planet. We only know that once they breathe our air, they die. Um, well, it's the bacteria. It's the bacteria. Goes. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, we have and a fifty-year. So, so this one is like, oh. Um, you know, we don't know why they're here, but once they hear yodeling, they're dead. <laughs> so then I started, like, I started putting the connections together. Like, oh, this is this is like War of the Worlds. And um, I'm t- totally blanking on The Day the Earth Stood Still. Like, oh, yeah. those kinds of movies where it's similar, but just sort of absurd. Right. There's just a dash of like Ed Wood in there too, in this movie. I which, don't know what that is. Ed Wood is a movie is a movie that I believe is on our list, so I don't want to oh, say too much okay. about it. But um, yeah, like um, like goofy monster and creatures from outer space and space alien movies from the fifties that Tim Burton was a big big fan and definitely influenced by. Uh, you know something else it reminded me of, um, which also came out in 96. So um, this came out at the end of 96, like Dece- November or December of 96. Yeah. Independence Day with Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum came out July 4th weekend of 1996. So I was also keeping that in mind while we were watching, like, okay, yeah, at first they believe that the aliens are here. They're like, <laughs> you know, good intentions, send out our welcome wagon, all this other stuff. And then, <laughs> like, right. the aliens just blow apart the White House and, like, the skyscrapers that that one stripper is on top of or whatever. Remember, she's like, yeah. oh, hey, come and take me. And then they kill her. Which um, very nice. So that was that also reminded me like oh at first we're gonna think they're okay and then they kill oh no but it'll be fine let's invite him for a congressional a- address after they kill everyone in the desert that's what I'm saying <laughs> why would you let them anywhere near your elected officials yeah yeah that's <laughs> that's pretty ridiculous I, I do want to say something about all of the all of the people in it because there's all um, big stars. Um, and up and coming start like Natalie Portman is in it when she was you know she's the first daughter yeah Taffy Taffy is her that's name? her name wow. Taffy very good and uh, yeah Jack Nicholson and, Glenn Close is the first lady um, uh, Christine, Martin Short yeah Christina Applegate was in it oh right right um, Sarah Jessica Parker was the the ditzy. <laughs> oh. Fashion lady. And Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan was that professor that was like, um, the the aliens are an advanced civilization, so of course they must be, uh, what did he say, peaceful and enlightened. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, right. That famous last words, Pierce Brosnan. Famous last words. And then he becomes decapitated. He should have listened to me yelling at the TV. True. <laughs> um, so all of the people in it, at least this is what uh, this is what I've heard. So obviously, I'm just going to say it, so it's true. It's all like a call went out in Hollywood and said, "Hey, if you love those old, you know, uh, alien movies from the '50s, like we're doing this movie, so like come do this with us because you know mm-hmm. 
So, evidently being a fan of the genre was a, a prerequisite. Oh, I see. So then everyone was like, oh, we, we want to be in it. How come Jack Nicholson got to play two, two characters and everyone else played one? Because it was the 1990s and he's Jack effin Nicholson. <laughs> That's why. Oh, and I would like the record to reflect Uh-oh. that I said before the aliens started <laughs> shooting everybody up, I said, they're all going to die. Both <laughs> at, the, at the airport or wherever the hell they were. And in the House of Representatives. I said <laughs> out loud, they're all going to die. This is a terrible idea. And, and that's what much, happened. Pretty much did. Yeah. That's what happened. You're a bit of a soothsayer. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) It was based on a book called Mars Attacks by the Tops Company. Did you see that in the opening credits? I didn't. Wow. I don't know what kind. I don't know if it's like a novelette or a comic book or anything. I just saw it in the the credits and I wasn't sure if you knew more about it. Yeah, the Tops Company. Like, that's the... um... The makers of baseball cards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if it's one of those pulp... Maybe. Books. Are you ready for the Bechtel test? Uh, can I guess first? I'm not looking at your screen. Okay. I failed. No, it passed. It did. Yes. Oh, wait. Let me guess. <laughs> the first lady and the first daughter. Yes. Ah. So Marsha is the first lady and Taffy is the first daughter. Taffy. And they talk about the terrible decorating in the Roosevelt room. <laughs> but also at the very end of the movie, the grandma, she's actually named Florence, Florence Norris, talks to Taffy about the Congressional Medal of Honor she's getting. Right. So, yay. It, Taffy. Taffy. Is Taffy the president at the end? I was wondering that because <laughs> like, Jack Nicholson Congress, is dead. All of Congress is dead. Glenn Close is dead. Yeah, like, you immediately go to Speaker of the House, who's presumably dead. Right. Well, no, who's the vice president? We don't know. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be a joint. Was it a joint ses- uh, session of Congress that would have the both way. houses? I don't know. It's it's bad for government. Well, yeah. And there appeared to be nobody else alive. There didn't even seem to be a crowd when they were getting when they were getting their medals. I love that they had a mariachi band playing. <laughs> was it the Star Spangled Banner or was it America it. the Beautiful? I'm pretty I don't sure remember. Was, pretty sure it was Star Spangled. Uh, that was Star awesome. Spangled Banner. So I'm surprised they didn't have yodelers just in case. Yeah, how did they how did they spread the message that yodeling would work to kill the aliens? I mean, they they broadcasted it over the over the radio, but that would only go so far. And you would have to, I could see connections being made, you know. So I did like this movie, but plot wise, it, it was it's kind of bad. I think by design because it doesn't. Like, um, those two kids, those two kids. Oh, that got busted playing in the arcade by their mom who drives the bus? Right. Yes. Played by uh, Pam Greer. Yes. And their dad was Jim Brown? Yes. (laughs) Byron. (laughs) Byron. Um, the two kids, uh, 
they get a hold of the alien guns and then they start so the aliens can die by their own guns so I'm like oh okay like this is a way to kill them and it's like no 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 the yodeling will take care of the rest and I was like oh, okay like it, it didn't seem to know where it was going but <laughs> It also was it also was very funny to me like okay you're in the middle of this crisis aliens have um, invaded earth and you're still having white house tours <laughs> that, like that's... it seems like the white house would be on lockdown um to prevent any alien intruders. It seemed like everything, like, everyone would be, like, a shelter-in-place situation right. no matter where you were. Right. Especially <laughs> after they started blowing people away. And then Michael J. Fox, how ridiculous was he letting the... Like, it's 1996, not 1960, what's with the bouffant hairdo <laughs> of this strange lady you just met. Use some common sense, sir. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That was a good character, though, because you hated him. True, yeah. true. Usually I see Michael J. Fox, and I'm like, oh, I love Back to the Future. So if he's able to play a character and I hate him, it's like, oh. I gotcha. That's good, I think. So there are no whole lot of pop culture references that I understand now, but it made me think of something in particular. There's an episode of The Golden Girls where... Um, where Rose has some sort of medical emergency and she had a dream that she died. And oh. that... Oh, I know where you're going. Sorry. Um, <laughs> during her dream, her and, uh, her and Blanche and Dorothy had agreed to get their heads frozen after they died so they could just get replacement <laughs> bodies when the technology was available. Right. So the scene is they're in the kitchen... But it's just their heads on plates of ice on the kitchen. <laughs> and they're like, we're heads! We're heads! And they're they're very distraught. Um, then Sophia walks in. Like, walks in. She's not, not a just head. a head. She's <laughs> like, they're all asking her, how did you get a body so fast? You didn't tip the guy? <laughs> so, so seeing Pierce Brosnan and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's heads rolling around the spaceship made me think of... Blanche and Rose and Dorothy. (laughs) We're heads. And by the way, good for Sarah Jessica Parker agreeing to get the body of a dog. Oh my god. I don't think many actresses that was so ridiculous. (laughs) Oh my god. And even like that little bit of acting when the dog sits down and starts scratching (laughs) the dog scratches Sarah Jessica Parker's head and she has that like anyway, that look kind of Kind of and visual. the dog head is on her body. That was a little disturbing. Yeah, it was. Why didn't they put Pierce Brosnan's head on something? Yeah, they seemed Did they to, get like... sidetracked with attacking Earthlings? Yeah, I mean, they had, like, the, the uh, Michael J. Fox's severed hand that was kind of walking around. Right. It seems like they had some experiments moving forward. Gotcha. And I get, yeah, was it... Was that the point? Maybe... There was a whole, like, yeah, we're here to kill them, but we're going to take some pieces, and we like to do strange strange tests. And they do their own Muppet show with alien hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, how would this movie be different with today's technology? Well, 
I mean, there's not a lot you can do to go up against unstoppable Martian armaments. Um, I did true. kind of laugh when um, the general is in his jeep and he's calling his reinforcements or whoever on the gigantic, <laughs> like bigger than a Zach Morris brick phone. It was a gigantic phone. Aren't those? Aren't those one of those? Isn't that really a radio? Right, but I think they're smaller now. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I doubt in twenty years our weapons and government have progressed to the point that we could take on alien invaders. It just wouldn't happen. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know that it would be too different. Yes. Maybe disseminating the information would oh, be yeah. more... It'd be more... Like, you could just put that on Twitter, yeah. I guess. Like, hey, Yodeling play, stops them. <laughs> play this sound clip... And you can kill any alien around. That's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. It would make more sense. <clears throat> Do you have anything else to add? So, that about wraps it up. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher, and also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at CosmicPotato.com. Rough transcripts and links to what we talked about are available on our website at WaitYou'veNeverSeen.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter under WaitYNS, and you can also email us at WaitYou'veNeverSeen at gmail.com. Leave us some feedback and let us know if you have any suggestions for movies we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time we'll be watching... Agritsuko. Agritsuko. It's on Netflix, and it's awesome. I'm excited. I am. Thanks for listening.